Episode 100, The Prime 11. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The Games We Play with Brian and Chris. And welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board games, tabletops, RPGs, miniatures, but more importantly, the games we play. I'm your host and co-founder of The Games We Play, Brian, and with me this week, my co-host and co-founder, Chris. Hello, 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 everyone. The great one himself. I don't know. I we I'll just start adding monikers <laughs> to right every episode. See, throw until, it against, like, against the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The elder of yes, the yeah, games we play. That I is mean, true. That is true. The wise one himself. <laughs> I don't know if I go that far, but I definitely am older, so elder would be more appropriate. The, the Greco wrestler of the wrestlers. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, welcome back to the games we play. This is episode one hundred. Woo! One hundred. We made it this far. Yeah, boy. Triple digits. Yes. Who would have thought that? Uh-huh. 100 episodes and we only missed one week. And that was yeah. my fault. That was totally oh, no, on me. Oh, that's, that's unacceptable. Emergency room yeah. visits count as one excuse. One excuse that, absence. That only took 90 weeks to yeah. for that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, this is exciting. This is a fun. So uh, if you haven't been listening and you're a new time listener, welcome to the podcast. Uh, for episode 100, we're doing something a little special. We're actually going to be talking about our top prime games and we call it prime games just that's a prime number we because picked 11 we're just we're 11 we this year exactly want to be weird or something i don't know i don't know why we did that or why we do that i don't know but it sounds cool because well, everybody has top 10s so we're like okay well we couldn't stop at 10 so <laughs> we're gonna do 11 and you know 11's <laughs> a prime number so it's prime yeah 11. makes a lot just of sense go- don't go back and listen to our last one where we said prime, but ended up being eight. I prime, think. prime seven plus one. We did the plus yeah, th- one. We got some Whoops. feedback from uh, listener Corey <laughs> not to do the plus one. So we're just, so we uh, added prime we seven added four. plus four. Exactly. <laughs> we're not going one. We're going four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go bigger, like go to home. Do things like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, so this is a little different. We are going to break this up into episodes. We just—I don't want this to be a like really long two-hour th- uh, ordeal. I mean, fanfare. And so we're going to go ahead and break this up into two episodes. So this episode, we're going to be going through six through six through correct. eleven. Six through eleven. That'd be correct. That's what we decided on. Yeah, we're going to go be going through six through eleven and talking about those games, and then next week. We will be going through our one through five or five through one, however you want to, Doing and maybe some of our honorable mentions in the yes. next episode yep. to start off. We'll talk about ones who uh, left the list from last year and ones that are oh so close to making the list. So there were quite a, and it was yeah. razor thin for me. So let's talk about this real quick before we get into it. Chris, how did getting this list go to, for you? It was extremely difficult for me. So this is something ever since we started doing this, I've been writing stuff down and we talked about this a month or so ago about, mm-hmm. you know, for the doing it special for the hundredth episode. So I've been really thinking about it. So my gosh, it's, it's been challenging. It's really been, I I struggled and debating of like, where does this <laughs> land? And Oh, this is a good game. And oh my gosh. So it's like, I've got little cards and I move, I set them all out on the table <laughs> and I got this board game on this card yes. and, this, and I start pulling it. I'm oh, like, this yeah, goes here. Yeah. Left is, you know, left is my top 100 far rights. My, you know, number one. 
So oh, it's wow. just okay. just moving, and so I'm not there yet. But uh, I'm like, oh, I'm thinking, okay, I'll get it. Okay, these are the ones I really like. So I narrowed it down. I haven't done a top hundred list, but it's it's in the I've works. I've never done one. It's, maybe we it's should in the works. do oh, it. We're gonna get there. We're already at eleven. Yeah, yeah. So you we're know, if get we had 100. thought about it, our our hundredth yeah. episode should have been that. But oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, we can do our prime one hundred and one. We can do something. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 can do whatever we want. But uh, exactly. Yeah. So I was moving the cards around and, and name. Uh, so I just name. Uh, no, I got down to like twenty or thirty games, and I'm like, okay, mm. this is these are the oh I love these, and I'm like oh I'll start putting them in. So <sighs> it's so difficult. I, isn't I, it? it is. It's very challenging. It's I've had movement on my list from last year. Um, some left. Oh, same here. Yep, some yeah, left. Yeah, same here. Yep. So um, I was actually kind of surprised yeah. a little bit when I finally got my range because I'm like, oh, I'm going to keep this, keep this. But I'm like, what about this game? Yeah. What about this game? I'm like, oh, my word. Like, how am yeah. I? I'm telling you, I challenge you. If you're listening right now, try it yourself. It is difficult. And actually, it's kind of a fun exercise because it actually oh, allows you to take a look at your collection. It allows you to try to think through what your favorite games are. And in some cases, you're you're like, well, maybe I don't really like this game, or maybe I really like this game, and I need to make this a priority to play. Right. That's actually where I came away from. There's quite a few games. Um, I'm I gotta get I gotta get this on the table. Yeah. <laughs> and and there's some games that I I've purchased this year. Um, got some Kickstarters in recently that I've really haven't played, so they didn't. They're not on the list. So by no, the time I get playing them, be. oh, I was gonna say by the time they start getting some play time, um, table time this summer, um, definitely when we do this list again, there could be some major changes on that. So, yeah, nice. so it's yeah, it's 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 fun. It's it's not easy, um, but it's a nope. fun activity. It's, no, it's fun exercise. Yep. Uh, and not to mention, every time I tell people I'm into board games and they see my collection, all that, the first question is always, what's your favorite board game? Yeah. And it, it, this is a good exercise to be like, well, it is this for sure. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Which you'll find out next week. Absolutely. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Exactly. All right. Well, without any further fanfare and, and promenade or I don't know, whatever, uh, let's go ahead and get into this. Chris, do you want to lead it off and talk about your number 11? Absolutely. My number 11 is Thunderstone Quest by AEG Games. Two to four Ooh. players, um, 60 to 90 minutes. Designer was Mike Elliott. Uh, came mm -hmm. out in 2018. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, uh, it's uh, re-implemented Thunderstone and Thunderstone Advance, Thunderstone and, Advanced, which yeah. I originally had Thunderstone. I never did the advanced bits, and I loved Thunderstone. That was a lot of fun. We played that a mm -hmm. lot. And then Thunderstone Quest came out, and I was just enamored by the, the, mm -hmm. the changes it made. And we talked about it, and I ended up getting this at uh, Gen Con two years ago. Oh, yeah, that's yep. right. Yeah, you did yep. the Kickstarter they, pickup. Yep. Yes, they did that uh, where they were having it there. So I backed the pledge uh, two years ago to, yeah, and picked it yep. up at Gen Con. And I just love it. I mean, I love the aspect of, I love deck building. I love everything that this puts into it. Uh, you recruit your, your uh, you know, your, your powerful heroes. And 
you put your party together and you go adventuring in this dungeon. You know, basically you're going along on this path. And I love how you can uh, advance your characters and you make your deck and optimize and this and that and streamline it. Add weapons yep. in, exactly. upgrade your heroes. Yep. And I, how I take yeah. my path, it could be totally different from your path, but mm-hmm. we can still come around that. And I, I really like that. I really like all the game mechanics they put into it, the strategy of this. Um, it's, it's, it made my list. It uh, just started pushing some games out because, and it's one of those that I, I don't play it enough. I want to get this more on the table. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talked to Scott, uh, and he he and I talked about it. This is one that I want to get with him and again and play some more. And just it's we're like yeah yes yeah. so we Scott and I played a lot of the regular Thunderstone back in the day. Um, and Corey in, was the one who introduced me to Thunderstone, and I went out and bought all the bought all the, the cards. So if anybody's looking for the original Thunderstone cards, I may have every <laughs> single one of the original ones. But <laughs> but yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, great table presence. Yes. I, yeah. I it's just basically a great deck builder, but then notching it up to like eleven. Oh, it did because it, yeah. that with with the heroes, and you can get weapons and spells, and there's so much synergy. And every time you play, there's it can be different, different monsters that come out. I love that there's legendary cards that yes. only you get yes. a copy of, and it feels so epic. And it's just so much fun. I really love this game. Oh, it does. I mean, there's. it seems to be a symmetric game, symmetric type game starting off, but the way you go and everything, it is. it becomes asymmetrical. My play oh, field is totally different than yours, yep. Yep. and you can choose that, and I can choose this, and oh, it's... it's we both can be successful. Yes, and you both can be successful, yep. absolutely. And it's just really fun combinations of yep. cards. I, I can't... It's definitely more of a, a, a medium to heavier weight game, especially yep. for a deck builder. But yep. man, it's great. Um, it's kind of weird you brought this up. I just got my barricades. Remember, I oh, uh, on the yes. second Kickstarter, I added on. Yep. It was supposed to be a late pledge, and then it was supposed to come in 2020, and then it got delayed because of COVID, and then it got delayed again, got delayed again. I literally just got it almost a year and a half later. Um, so I just got in the mail, but holy cow, there's a lot of content and the barricades expansion adds co-op, right? Uh, And I was reading through the rules. There's some cool stuff and there's a lot, a lot, a lot of cards. I think I have thousands of cards for this game and I still have the next Kickstarter coming. So there's so much content, so much to play with, so many different ways to play it cooperative competitively. It's, it's great. I I think they're up to like nine expansions and I'm, uh, what lies beneath, I want to say is expansion six that's yeah. where i'm up i don't have all the well those expansions. are the quests the yeah quests. those Excuse are the me, little the quests, quests. Yep, yep, yeah yep. yeah yeah they come with like three or four quests there's like a storyline yep. you're playing through as a campaign you yep. don't necessarily have to but no, you could you mix don't. and match yep. up the enemies there's 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 matt they co- all come with randomizers so you can randomize up a game from all yep. the games and it all comes with really good organization huge boxes, oh i love that though, yes but exactly it's it's pretty good yeah it's hard to sit on my shelf it has to sit on top of the shelf I know my barricades is is yeah. the same size as oh, that is it? main box. Yeah, see, I don't have yeah. that yet. That's one on my list to get. Um, oh, so it's oh. been out of stock for a while. At the, the well, stores. I think it should be back now. Yep, if I I'm just hearing. got mine, that means they got the reprint because of COVID and all that stuff. So yep, look out for it. It is a little pricey, but man, if you love deck builders and like dungeon and, and yeah, like I'm fantasy, a fantasy theme. I'm a fantasy so theme. You know, high fantasy with dwarves, elves, orcs, all that kind of stuff, fighting dragons, you know, the old dungeon dragon style stuff, and the, this scratches that itch for me. Really. Plus yeah. progression. Oh, yeah. It's cool. Yep, absolutely it is. Love it. Cool stuff. That's my yeah, 11. Great great one. Cool. All right. Well, that was a great choice for number 11, Chris. You may or may not see it on my list. Uh, number 11 for me, 
This one's kind of a surprise, but it's twice as clever. Oh, yes. So this is, uh, if you've you've been listening to this podcast for at least a dozen episodes, you've probably heard me or Emily or Chris talk about twice as clever or Gonshon clever at least one time. Um, We probably bring it up every other episode because we play it all the time. And I just felt like as playing it that much and enjoying it that much, it just had to be on my top list. It just had to be. So I did put it 11. I think there was 10 games I'd rather play, you know, enjoy better. Uh, But it it definitely deserves a place on my list as number 11. So twice as clever if you, again, haven't been listening or ever happened to catch an episode where we talked about it. This is a roll and write game. Uh, This is actually by... Uh, Stronghold Games, and the developer is, or the designer is Wolfgang Warsh, yeah. who's also pretty famous for, um, like, Quacks of Quinlanburg, amongst a bunch of other popular games, The Mind, Wavelength, Taverns of Tiefenthal, which is really good. This plays one to four players. It's, it's just your classic roll and write. I would say this is, of roll and writes, this is probably your closest to what you're going to get to, like, Yahtzee style, uh, but this twice as clever takes... That's pretty clever and notches it up a, another notch. I mean, it's it's a tough game compared to the first one. So if you play ever played that's pretty clever, try this one out. It is fantastic. I'll always play this over the first one. I just love the complexity and some of the strategy and the combos. I think every time I played it in the last month or two, I just keep getting a better score and a better score and a better score. So say what you want about rolling rights and being random. There's there's actually some strategy here to this game and making the right decisions. And it just kind of challenges me and it's a puzzle. And it just when the game comes in and you hit that final score and it's really high, it just feels so good. And I love playing this game. And it plays, what, 20, 30 minutes? Yeah. It's hard to, hard to complain about that. So Emily and I get this... Get this to the table pretty quite often, and I think this is in her top ten list as well. It's a, it's a good favor around our household, and I know you you're a big fan of it too. Yes, very much, very much. Now I uh, we have the that's pretty clever, and that's the one yep. we play a lot. But uh, uh, the, yes, the these rolling rights have have. Um, hit our tables tremendous amount of time this is one of the ones that we uh show new uh, friends and family to it's easy ones you grab it out and uh we yep. we've yep. uh showed uh jamie's parents how to play this and stuff it's yeah lots nice. of fun lots of fun yep so that's twice as clever check it out that was our my number 11 and chris's number 11 all right chris number 10 number 10 for me is shh, don't make that much noise clank another deck building Mm. adventure game so 2016 game um it's it just the it's renegade games um we've talked about this a lot uh i love it (laughs) i'd love uh uh, i love the fantasy theme again another fantasy themed game for me you'll see some tendencies on that deck builder Um, game it's a deck builder i yeah this this last year i've really been introduced a lot to these deck building games and um these last two years and it's just i love it i love how you're just so good you're going through and you're building and i want to get this guy and i want to get this character and i want to get this equipment and this piece and this piece because i want to make these combinations and you're doing over there you're doing different things you're grabbing different stuff you're optimizing your deck and i'm optimizing my deck i love that stuff not just the same cards over and over and over we're drawn where uh 
Optimite. You're just getting the feel and the flavor. And I love the theme of it that you're in there, you're in the dungeon, you're you're in there mm-hmm. just grabbing treasure and you from the you, dragon, from the dragon yeah. stealing from the dragon's <laughs> horde. Reminds me of like uh you know, the hobbits and your Hobbit. your Bilbo yes, exactly. and you know all yep. those guys just it, just the dwarves in there stealing and trying to get up. And just the feel and just kind of being sneaky about it. And the, what's the best route and the, the strategy of it. It's, I mean, and... this is, it's a high overall game. It's a rank 65 on board game geek, uh, um, 61st in strategy and seventh in family. So it's, it's oh, a yeah. very popular game. I really love yep. it. It's, it's, it's on the medium low weight, um, side, yep. uh, uh, plays in an hour, um, two mm-hmm. to four players mm-hmm. and stuff. No, it's, it's one of my, uh, it has become one of my favorite games. So re- really like it. Clank, uh, deck yep. building. And they adventure. did add an expansion to add up to six yeah. players. Yes, exactly. And, um, Emily and I do own all the expansions. We played them all, all really good. Yep. Like fabulous. Like add just enough difference that you want to play it. Um, and add in the cards and you can just play the, the cards from other decks. It just adds some new, uh, card mechanics i don't know it's great i just love the fact deck building is great anyway right but be able to move through a board and actually have a physical where your cards influence you moving right. through the board and just having that relationship it works so well it's very thought out very solid mechanics and how they thought it out just like just fabulous idea and yep. how in the execution it's just fabulous great game yeah i i don't have all the expansions yet um actually i don't have any expansions yet just the base game so <laughs> i've been they're playing not necessary. no they're I mean, not even the base game right there's so many cards that base game you yeah. can play it so many times and it, i don't know the, even the card differences there's a lot of different mechanics it's not the same old same old and you every time i play i seem to find some newer different synergy yeah, exactly and it works every time it it's great. It's so much fun. Yeah, I, I want to pick up the five six player just because we have so many kids and so many opportunities. Oh yeah, yeah. The, so that's in. I want to introduce this more to them and and that kind of bit. So, but yeah, love so it, good. love it. Clank the deck building game, adventure game. Yeah, great choice and great family game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number ten for me is Gloomhaven, and I'm gonna Ooh. I'm gonna combine Gloomhaven in here with Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion. You know, they're kind of the same yep. game. Let's be honest, but Jaws of the Lion's a little more, a little more uh, smaller way. I would almost think it's almost kind of like its own little standalone expansion, if you will. But it has the same game mechanics, different characters. It's definitely streamlined. If you're even remotely interested in Gloomhaven, start with Gloomhaven Jaws of Lion. Yep. Heck, I've seen it on sale recently, like as cheap as $40 now, which is just a heck of a deal. I mean, that's like hours and dozens of hours in a box. Absolutely. So Let me tell you a little a game life hack. Target, uh, red card, um, sales. Target has sales and had uh, Jaws of the Lion at 25% yeah. off. Then you get a five extra percent if you tag your debit card with the like the red card red there. Card. Um, yep. And then on you, you'd get the Target app and that gives you all this stuff. It's you can easily, oh my gosh, it's so easy. Um, and they uh-huh. run these specials where, like, like I said, buy one game, $50 or less or, or something. Yep. Anyway, these there's coupons for 25% off a game and, or yep. this kind of bet. And so you could get and this stack game really cheap. Yes, they do. And, and, and if you, if you sign up for the red card, which is, you yep. know, I personally would do the debit card because yep. I'm, so I me don't too. have credit cards. I'm there with you. Uh, 
but when you first sign up for it, they send you like a ten percent off yeah. coupon, yeah. and that stacks on top yeah. of it. Everything stacks. Like I was so. able to get, I was able to get like Concordia, Mansions of Madness, and Pandemic Season One. This is way back in the day, mm-hmm. which are all like sixty plus dollar games, and end up coming out to average when it was a buy two and get one free, like forty dollars, oh, which and, is and, such a steal. And they'll do that too. They'll have them even on sale, and you can buy mm-hmm. two get uh, one free. And it's, it's, I'll tell you, it doesn't happen often every so many months but keep an eye out if you like i love remember i'm the coupon book guy i love coupons i love sales i look for it i live it i love to go to gen con to grab the coupon book so i get my free die and all that other stuff no i not. i love that (laughs) so i love yeah so target is fabulous for finding deals like this and yep. Jaws the Lion. And Jaws the Lion, you can get a, there. Yep. It's so good value if you want to get what Gloomhaven's yep. about, but you don't want to invest $120 to get the base yeah. game. This is the way to do it. Um, it's a fabulous game. This is all I forgot to mention. This is from Cephalfair Games. Uh, yep. Designer's Isaac Childress. This does play a one to four players. Um, it is like number one overall in BGG, number one thematic, number one strategy. It's been like that for yep. three, four years now since it came out in 2017. Yeah, four years it's been on number one. Yep. Uh, for a good reason. It's a dungeon crawler. I'm a sucker for dungeon crawlers. I think I think those dungeon crawlers make me remind me of the good old times growing up playing like Zelda Link to the Past, like video games. You know, I was a big video gamer playing RPGs, uh, Japanese RPGs, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy games. You know what? I, th- I think these uh, dungeon crawler type games really give me that feel and give me the same kind of feel because you get to level up, yep. you get to dungeon cr- kill characters Advance. and yep. get armor and equip. It's almost like the video game equivalent of board games is dungeon crawlers. And Gloomhaven does such a good job just from the breadth of very unique characters and their abilities to uh, very unique um uh, storyline and mechanics and heck there's no there's no dice rolling you got cards you can set yourself up some really cool synergy uh the legacy portions of the game where there's there's like secret characters in the box that you can unlock and there's just so much mystery and it just feels so grand and it just feels really good and it's really really solid very streamlined game and it's so much fun it's so much fun um there's a lot of maybe negatives, like the setup time can be kind of a pain in yeah. the butt and getting people together and the storage maybe not be great in the and Gloomhaven. Jaws Alliance uh, storage is fantastic. Right. And the setup time is like next to nothing on Jaws Alliance. And so there's some negatives. It, 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 this is definitely a heavier weight game. This is like a, this is probably like low heavy type of game. There's a lot of rules, big rule books. But man, when you get it down, it is very enjoyable. A lot of fun. Very thematic. Uh, I can't recommend it enough, but it fell to my number 10 because uh, yeah. there's some, you'll, we'll talk about it later. There's some good games coming up, but uh, still a great, fantastic game that belongs in my top 10. That's Gloomhaven or Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion. Nice. You may or may not. I think you're a little that. surprised that was my number ten. I right? was because there's. I was expecting there. It's it's higher on my list, and I, I was expecting yeah. it higher on your list too as well. So okay. yeah. yeah, it was last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. It I got know. bumped. Wow. But that's probably because we haven't played it. Yeah. I, I th- I get it's it. one of those things if we probably played it a bunch or completed it. Yeah. There might be some really cool payoff with some of the new characters that are sealed off or some of the secret stuff, the legacy type stuff. But we haven't got there yet, so we'll get there. We'll see. Yeah. 
but before that for long we'll have Frosthaven. so <laughs> true <laughs> i think Fro- i think uh the last update is Frosthaven. we're gonna get it in our hands this fall from the sounds of it good, good. so that'll be fun. anyway all right chris number nine number nine for me uh western legends 2018 oh. colossal okay. games Harvey Lamarte. I'm totally butchering that. Uh, to, <laughs> I, I yeah, don't know. I, uh, sure. Yep. Yep. Just say it fast. It's it's foreign. I I was a math science major, not an English major. That I'm butchering it. Uh, two to six players. Um, hour and a half. Uh, two hours maybe type game frame. Uh, me- uh-huh. Medium weight. Open sandbox Definitely. western. You know, slap on your hog irons and get ready to become the legendary of uh in the old west. Uh, it's I, I love this. I've uh, when we played it, uh, still play it and mess around with it. It's, it's you can go be a good guy. You can go be a bad guy. You can go rob a bank, rustle cattle, or bring you in. Um, it's just the open sandbox. I love westerns. Um, I love that that theme, and I don't see it a lot of yep. lot of games where this mm-hmm. game really does a thematic version of it it's it's number 56 in board game geeks uh top thematic board game so it's For it's one of them yeah it is i love this this is one of my favorite games just to just to go out and try this you know just go down the bad guy route this time next time go down the good guy route uh you know you, you just have fun um it's it, I don't know. It's I love it. It's it's just so it much. It feels more. like you're. It feels like you're stepping in the old west it does. and taking on a character. And here's a hundred things you could do. Choose however yeah. you want to do it. Yeah. How do you want to play out your character this time? Do you want to be that outlaw? All do are good. Be All sheriff? are so good. Do you want to yep. go gambling? Do yep. you want to go like wrestle some cattle or go mining yep. and trade and like. Hey, I could buy horses and and guns and like it's just right. so thematic and fun. It just it, it feels like just open world. Yep. I mean, I, I don't know how else to explain it. It, it definitely has its unique feeling, and they do such a good job nailing. Yeah, all it really stuff does. It. it it seems fairly balanced. Of however you want to go do things, uh, the t- gable, uh, the game table and table presence of miniatures and everything oh, is yeah. really good. The art is fabulous. I love it. I've got several of the expansions and anti up and um, the. Mm-hmm. Uh, kickstarted one a while ago um that isn't out mm-hmm. yet but th- yeah still- i got it yep. and i got all the backfill yep. coming yep. yeah yep. they're it. still yeah it's it, i just i love this game it's so that that it's it's my number nine western legends definitely a medium yep. weight game yep. medium high weight game uh but it's fantastic all right good choice uh number nine for me is actually Lord of the Rings LCG. Ooh. That's the living card game, uh, if you haven't heard of it. Uh, so think... Uh, oh, sorry. I'll, I'll get the, the details out of the way. Sorry. Uh, this is a game by Fantasy Flight yep. Games, and the designer is Nate French, which I don't think I've ever heard of him before. Oh, but he did, like, the Arkham Horror card game, which is oh, yeah. wildly, wildly good wildly popular yeah. uh he did like the warhammer 40 uh, 40k conquest he did legend of the five rings marvel champions the card game uh game of thrones the card game he's done a few collectible card games i would say um those like that's what a just what a resume actually, oh i know <laughs> thinking about it Anyway, so this game is a one to two player game, which is kind of kind of unique. Uh, you can play solo; plays really well solo. You can play two player. 
I've mainly played two-player, and I find that really enjoyable. But this is a uh, living card game. So if you've never heard of a living card game, essentially what this concept is, is uh, it takes the aspects of a collectible card game. Think Magic the Gathering, Pokemon. The idea with those is you buy a base game, and you buy all these these booster expansion packs, and and they're random, right? You open them up, and oh, you might get duplicates, you might get some rare, you might get some legendaries, and you just have to buy packs and buy packs, and then from those cards, you can build a deck. There's usually rules around how many cards you can put in it and whatnot, depending on the the flavor of the game. Uh, So this takes that concept of, of being able to customize and build your own deck, but it takes the collectible aspect out, where you don't have to go buy booster packs you buy the base game and you have all the cards there's no there's no the little booster packs and try to randomize the cards you get all the cards and there's more cards than you can create a deck with which is really nice so it allows you to customize your deck and so this is a very campaign scenario driven game where there's a deck and enemies and there's a whole there's a whole mechanics and how you play the the enemy, if you will. It's like a deck of cards, and and there's phases with you going and they going, and 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 usually there's some kind of goal that you have to reach, and it's very unique goals. And I would have to say, as you go through them, it's not just the same thing recycled. It's very, it's very surprising in some of the scenarios where we're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like yeah. we haven't done that before. <clears throat> some very cool things and it's a difficult game oh very um but it's meant to be difficult it's challenging and you're meant to try to build your custom decks that sometimes this this one deck may be really good for this scenario not so good, much good for the next one <laughs> but it nails lord of the rings so if you love lord of the rings this is like playing through the lord of the rings in fact they have like all the cycles or sagas that if you buy the expansion and these adventure packs you can actually end up playing through the movie series if you if you get them all there's a lot of content here there's a lot of expansions yeah, for this so is. if you get the base game and you really love it man there's so much more content you can play it so many times you can customize decks try some really silly stuff the cool thing is when you buy those expansions you can bring the heroes into that to play and i don't know it's really a lot of fun. I could go on and on and on about it, but I just, I really enjoy this. And I'm a huge Lord of the Rings yeah, fan. I'm there with you. I just love it. It's so thematic. It's so immersive. I, I don't know. I geek out when I play this game. And it's so much fun. So, um, I mean, I like it so much that I bought two base games so then I could maximize yeah. as much copies. Because you can actually have three copies, if I recall, of certain cards. But in the base game, it only comes with two. So you have to buy a second copy to get Of course. <laughs> Because you have marketing. to get all the Gandalfs yes. in there. You have to get all the Gandalfs yes. in there. Maximize oh. the Gandalf. <laughs> yeah, he's such a good card. Uh, but anyway, this is really fun. Really enjoy this game. Um, yeah, hopefully this doesn't go anywhere soon. It is famous flight, but man, this has been out since 2011. So almost a decade, and they're still reprinting this sucker. It's that good. So highly, highly uh, recommend this if you like collectible card games, but you're kind of sick of trying to collect them, chase, yep. yeah, collect them and spending all that money. This is a great op- uh, option. And, and heck, the base game's like, you can pick it up for like 20 yeah, bucks. It's 20, between 20 and 30. Yep. I think 30 yeah. is like MSRP. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I've been seeing some of the expansions, the big box expansions go on sale for like 20 bucks, which comes with just as many cards as the base game, which is so, so much good value. Um, it can almost be overwhelming how many cards there are. Oh, it is. And this is one, <laughs> this is one, one of the games I bought, uh, years ago and I think, uh, didn't make it in the move. There's a few of those games like Dominion. Oh no. Yeah. So I can't find my original box. I had that and then I had some, uh, 
uh, expansions. But oh my gosh, to get into this is, yeah, it could be overwhelming if you're a, a yeah, collector really uh, and try to get all the expansions to the games and stuff. But it is such, I agree with you, it's such a good game. Really good game. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I saw somebody selling off their full collection, everything. Uh, with organizers for something like fifteen hundred yeah. or two thousand dollars, all like premium sleeved and all the copies. I'm like, yeah, it's probably worth Wouldn't that. Surprise me. Yep. Crazy. Absolutely. So good stuff. Anyway, that's Lord of the Rings, the card game or living card game. Check it out. All right, Chris. Yes. Number eight. Number eight for, for me is I'm going to lump these two together because they're really very unacceptable. Similar. Kind of Not going sure. off of the 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 um. What do you call that? When precedent, the precedent that was already already set before me. So, uh, my number eight is Blood Bowl and Blitz Bowl, the the minor league version of the game okay. they called it. Okay. So, I love this game. This is a games workshop game. It's uh, you could call it a miniatures game, but it is actually a a tabletop board game. The way that it mm-hmm. is played, uh, it's the. the I have the 2016 edition plus a lot of the early ones. They just came out with another version of it in 2020. It's called Second Season, and they re-implements and fixes some of the rules and stuff. But uh, a lot of fan involvement. Uh, I've talked about this throughout the this season. I lo- I love this. Um, I started back in, gosh, like 1986 with my first uh, Skaven team <laughs> playing this. Um, Rob and I, and Rob would paint, and he did a good job. And, nice. um, oh, my gosh, over the years. And so it, it's it's been around for a long, long time. It died off and then came back here in 2016. Um and because the, there's so much uh, the fanfare of it and the uh, community that played this all over. Uh, anyway, it's a game of American football, uh, somewhat a version of American football, uh, played <laughs> you can say that. played with orcs and dwarves and ogres and and basically it's in the Warhammer universe. It is right? in the Warhammer universe, yep. and so basically what it is in the Warhammer universe, they find this tomb, and in it they find this book, and it's. Um, and, and it's about this God Nuffle, NFL, Nuffle, they call it Nuffle. And it's, so they talk, it talks about this game of gladiator type combat where they bring it together. So they stop fighting and they bring it together and start, uh, instead of, uh, challenged on the battlefield they go to the the gridiron the pitch and uh, like play football do. exactly and it like is always oh, so much fun you running and passing and punching and just trying to knock things down and and bl- killing yes, people kill it. oh my gosh so and this is a it's a d6 <laughs> game with with some other dice but it's a d6 game and um in everybody has there's different skills there's movement there's agility there's armor uh there's strength stuff like this and what actions you do depends on what you roll and you can have some re-rolls and you can build your team and you can do this and some uh, like orcs are, are strong and slow but elves are, are a little weaker and faster wood elves don't have much armor all this kind of stuff there's there's pl- um, different asymmetrical type teams and you really have to roll your dice and plan your moves out strategically because if you fail something <laughs> you're turned over and you're done bad things happen I'm if not you fail about yeah this. um yeah, so it's, it's and that's the way and then i i spoke about blitz bowl which is an uh, a, a re-implementation of this that's original blood bowl plays like two three hours a game um it could be lengthy where blitz bowl they came out and you're talking 30 45 minutes smaller yep. teams uh maybe four to six uh, uh players on your team team uh smaller field smaller actions and there's it's gives you the feel of blood bowl 
with the, the smaller uh, downtime and frame and, and rules and things. So it's uh, Rob and I have been playing a lot with his kids. Um, the last nice. uh, Fields of Honor, uh, uh, two years ago, Fields of Honor, I ran a Blitz Bowl um, game night and introduced it to people and we played several rounds of blitz bowl with uh you can play this with middle school age kids and adults and nice. lo- lots of fun lots of fun so um i really love this this has been like i said since 1986 uh been around <laughs> for a while in my house and heart and i love i love everything about the the, the i love american football let alone you throw fantasy themed in it. Uh, so take my money. <laughs> Plus over the yes. top. It's like blitz. Yes, it is. It's like uh, it's like NFL blitz. Yep. You know where you could like do everything. Plus fantasy. Oh my on gosh! A board. There's, I mean, yeah. there's, and it's the uh, Blood Bowl gets really wonky. And Blitz Bowl is they're coming out with campaign rules, so you can do seasons. So that's one of the lot of things oh, you can do yeah. seasons yep. in this Blood Bowl. You get your team together, you can level up your and, characters. Yeah, you can do and... a tournament, or you can do a season and do it weekly. Contestants, and yes, you get uh, star player points, and you you can pick skills and increase stats and all this stuff. And people get injured and season ending, they die and that you lose. And that's oh my gosh, it's so much fun. It really is. It's it's it, there's a lot of history in it for me and that's probably why it's still one of my uh top uh, 11 games but um i love i love it and i uh, games workshop has really put a lot more money back into it and producing a lot more miniatures with and blitz bowl as well as blood bowl and so um i'm happy to see that they realize that there is such a, a fan backing for this game uh, yeah yep. i would say there has to be for them yep. to create blitz bowl yep. and it be like a barnes and noble exclusive. right yep. and then they're now coming out with the season two of it like they, they have to be making money off of this and there's there's definitely got to be enough interest so that that's cool that's Games, that's cool so yeah. blitz bowl is definitely the way if if you're interested in that's that's the way to get into yep. it i would i, I would, would say, agree right? too agree too try try the blitz bowl out if you like it uh because basically blitz bowl are just uh the sprues and everything are half the size of uh your regular teams for blood bowl but yeah then you step up uh to the new big box uh second season uh 2020 uh blood bowl and you got everything you need in the boxes so but it's a little more pricier it's 120 or 140 bucks but uh but yeah you get everything oh my gosh that's a lot of miniatures it is it is yep two teams worth cool yep love it Uh, awesome well that uh dropped a little bit on your list i saw yes it did it went from six to eight (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Lord of the Rings, by the way, was a uh, new entry for me and twice as clever. I should have mentioned those. All right. Number eight for me is also a new one to the list from last year, I believe. Let me double check. Yeah. So number eight for me is Nemesis. Oh, so Nemesis is actually a new one uh, to the list for me. That's probably because last time we did, I don't think. We had played Nemesis yet? I have not, and I do not have my copy. That's something I backed a year or two ago from, uh, <laughs> I still don't have my copy yet, so, oh. Did you pre-order? You pre-ordered, and then they didn't right. get it, and they canceled yep. it, right? So then they canceled it. And then did you do the last Kickstarter, and you went right. all in, right? Yeah, and that was, yep, yeah, a year or two ago. Yep, and, yep. They and they just shipped out Wave 1, right. but you probably didn't do two shipping, so you didn't have to pay double Correct, shipping. I did not. I opted for the cheapest shipping, so I'll get it in 2022, probably. Yeah, I think they're on track for the end of right. the year because I think they just finished up uh, all the design and everything, and they're working on printing yeah. and stuff for practice. You know, like anyway, either yeah. here or there. Yes. Sorry, oh. I'm getting off. I'm getting off base. Uh, <laughs> so this game did come out in 2018, but I don't think we got on our hands or played it until 2019, right. uh, late 2019, if I recall. Uh, this does play one to five players. This is definitely a like a 
hour and a half to two hour, three hour type game. Um, I would say medium high weight. And uh, the publisher is Awaken Realms and the designer is Adam. Oh, boy. Kapwanski? 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 Sounds good. I'm sorry. It's actually number 24 and Board Game Geek and 8 and thematic. So this is a highly rated game. So what I like about this game or why did I put it on my list? Well, Nemesis is basically aliens, as in the movie, uh, board game. But not aliens because they didn't have the. Rights. They definitely don't have the rights to it. Uh, but you can definitely tell the xenomorph uh, slightly. Looks like one. Look a lot like them. A little bit. I mean, kind of. Yes. Uh, but not really. But totally is. And how this game takes place is it takes place on a really large board. Actually, it's a spaceship, a derelict spaceship. Uh, you know, just like the trope. Uh, you're all the survivors waking up and. There's something wrong with the ship, and hey, guess what? There are aliens on board, and this is a semi-cooperative game, and and by semi-cooperative, meaning some people are on your team, some aren't, and you don't know. Uh, everybody has their own personal goals, just like aliens. If you ever watch the alien movies, there's always that backstabber and who's always the corporate stooge, yeah. and everybody else is trying to get away, and the same thing happens here. There's different classes. You could be the medic or the marine or... I don't scout and I, I think scientists. There's a bunch of different ones, and they all have their own special abilities and loadouts. And you're making your way through the ship, uh, trying to escape. And a lot of times, to escape, you're having to turn on systems, go through the uh, escape pod, or steer the ship back to planet Earth. And there's just so many different ways, but to get off, um, and, and it's really fun because it's it's suspenseful. You're definitely feeling. The suspense of aliens could be around every corridor because you make noise and the noise can attract aliens. And there's a cool bag with alien tokens that keep track of where aliens are. It is. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, just it. It's it's just a blast. And I love these samurai cooperative games. I like trader type games. And I love aliens franchise, even though the movies are yeah. pretty much terrible. Oh, but I just love on. them for some reason. And it just, it's, it's just, it's, it's so good. It all comes together and it's so much fun. So much fun. You know, crawling through this dark dungeon and there could be aliens. I don't know. When we played it, uh, it was Corey and BG. That's, uh, Corey's brother and I, and the amount of times we just laughed and we're like, I don't know. We had so much fun. This is such a good game. It, it It's up there on experiences of board games. I don't know about you, Chris. When you played some epic games and you, you, there's like moments like frozen in your brain that you can like picture. This is one of those oh, moments. Yes. And that's why I had it included on my top 10. It is a fantastic game. It is pricey, but man, the components, everything with it is really, really solid. And I'm really excited about the expansion where it puts it on Mars and there's new aliens. Yes. And I like backed all in. So I have like the other, there's the, the carnivores, the whole different alien race. And there's like Kings and Queens. And I spent a lot of money on it, but I'm excited about it. So and it's a good <laughs> investment from what I've heard. Yeah. yeah exactly. There you go. There you go. But I mean, won a lot of awards. Oh it's my a gosh, fantastic yes. game. Um, and I'm really excited that they they're making a video game. 
uh, on it where it's you're on a spaceship and there's a traitor amongst you. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, so I'm really excited about the video game as well. It's like a first person shooter. Well, uh, this so. didn't make my list because uh, our requirement is I don't own it yet. So uh, we, wah, wah, yeah, yeah. We, we will see the next time we do a list if this makes my top 11. This is a fabulous game. I, hope so. uh, I, I have no doubt it's going to be pushing some stuff out. This is a fabulous game absolutely this will have to next game day yep. we're gonna have to pull the sucker out i'm thinking yes love yes. it okay anyway i could go on and on but nemesis my number uh number eight and that was a new one for me this year all right chris moving on you're number seven my number seven's down from five last year still one of Uh-oh. my favorite games oh it's i love this theme you don't like the movie but it's one of my favorite <laughs> <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China. Oh my gosh. This is, I've got uh, the gold box deluxe version. So it has the Legacy of Lopan expansion with it too. So it's one to six players uh, from uh, everything epic. Uh, designers Christian Batalaris, sorry, uh, and Boris Polinsky <laughs> and uh, Jim Samantino. It, it, it's a medium weight type game, um, two hours yep. plus. Uh, depends. Uh, probably three with and four about four hours with setup and tear down but oh my gosh this game it really is big trouble in a little china movie in a box the the, the box. thematic nice. the game uh the art the pieces the characters the dice everything in it is so just to me it gives all the tactile feel and uh, oh it's it just reaps the uh uh big trouble in little china theme and i know you're not a big fan of the movie but it's uh, I'm dating myself again. 1986 movie with Kurt Russell. It's one of my favorite movies growing up. And action. Fig- oh, gosh, I was 14 years old when when I first saw this. And oh my gosh, it was such such a good game. Really, I mean, it's everything in this reaps theme in it. The storybook and following along. And I, I've only played the base game. We haven't done some of the expansions of uh, the Legacy of Lopan bit, but that goes on to some alternate endings to the movie and different stuff oh, that adds to it. It really does. So Scott and I played this uh, just a, a few months ago, um, earlier, mm-hmm. and uh, just loved it. Just, again, can't say it enough. Uh, just the theme of it and everything touches home with me with uh, my childhood growing up and they really did a great job of taking that IP and making a fabulous game that has fabulous art and components to it and just table presence and love it. Nice. Big trouble in little yeah, China. You, you always get a, you always get a little nervous when uh, a beloved uh, game or beloved like property. Yes. It's going to become something, especially, and it mixes uh, hobbies that you really love. And uh, yeah, you got to love it when it, when it low pans out. We need a rim shot on a belt. That's what we need. Oh, boy. I'll, uh, I'll record that up okay, on my desk. There we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Number seven for me is uh, also a new one to the list, which tells you I probably bumped off a bunch of games. But anyway, uh, number seven for me is Everdell. Nice. Uh, so Everdell, just go over the basics, is a one to four player game. I would definitely say it's uh, medium weight, probably lower medium weight, but medium weight. Uh, it's by Starling Games as the publisher and the designer is James Wilson. I'm not familiar much with James Wilson, but 
that's pretty much all he's done. Um, <laughs> and artists, I have to point, I usually don't talk about artists much, but Andrew Bosley, man, the artwork is partly why this game is so great. Man, does he do a fabulous job. So shout out for Andrew Bosley. Uh, we follow him on Instagram and, uh, and I have his newsletter because he'll send out things, and it's fantastic. I mean, it's so fantastic that on the newest Kickstarter for Everdell, you can buy like a hard book of just the artwork. For, I think it was like twenty five dollars nice. add on, and um, there's enough interest in it that they did it. <laughs> so um, our artwork on this is fabulous. Anyway, Everdell. So this is a, um, I would say like a, a worker placement engine building, which is a interesting combination because you don't really necessarily see that it's usually just worker placement or just engine building but you don't see these two mechanics mesh up uh but essentially you're playing with these woodland creatures and you have your little wooden like creature meeples which are part of the adorableness you'd be hedgehog to lizard to i don't I, I mean there's a million different animals especially if you get the collector's editions like i can't even i couldn't even name them off the top oh my, of my gosh, head no. if i wanted there's to. so much think of the animal and they've yep. done it pretty much um, but it comes with tons of cards, uh, but uh, but essentially, there's some resource management as well. We're going to be using these resources to build these cards. There's two type of cards. You got, you got building cards, and then you got creatures, and the creatures usually have some affiliation with the building, so you might have the inn and the innkeeper, and... Uh, did I mention the artwork's yeah. gorgeous on this? Uh, and adorable. It is. Really uh, is. But, uh, but the, the the cards come in different flavors. You know they're gonna give you end game bonuses or more resources. But you're building out this town with these cards. They actually go face down and build your town, and you're just basically using your workers and going through. There's three seasons, and you get more workers, and you're just gathering these cards and gathering resources and building up this town. Uh, and you know, at the end of the game, whoever has the most victory points, you do that using the cards and their spots on the board and, and, and whatnot. There's a bunch of ways you can get victory points in order to get some most victory points wins. But man, the, the engine building in this is fantastic. Yes. There's a lot of cool stuff. And let me tell you for a worker placement where you only start out with three workers and you start the game. Holy crap. It's challenging. I think, I, I think the first time we played it, Corey's like, what are we three workers? Like, is that right? Like we had to double check the rules. It's right. But man, by the end, you know, Corey, yeah. like we finished yeah. our season. Corey's was still here playing here. I think, um, the more and more I play this, uh, in fact, I find that you actually have to ring yourself back in sometimes. Cause I've maxed the last couple times I played, I've maxed out on the number of buildings, which is kind of crazy that you start with nothing and you can get up to 16 buildings with starting with three workers. It's crazy, but it works so well. It's a very solid game. It does feel like resources are scarce a little yeah. bit, so you really have to make good decisions. There's a lot of strategy with it, and the theme is just gorgeous with with the tree, yep. the, the table the presence. The table presence, like, I love that in games. It's, yep. Oh, man, it's a full package just be, with art and the theme and the, how the game style um, we do own the two expansions, and then I backed the last uh, two expansions. So, you know, I went all in on this sucker. If you're listening to this and you're interested in it, I think you can still do a late pledge on the Kickstarter for $199. Oh, yes. You can literally get everything. I saw that. You get the base game, all the expansions, all the upgraded components, the big box collectors that comes with, I mean, everything for $199. It is a 
steal at 199 because if you bought those individually you're talking three four hundred dollars easily so i know it seems like investment but holy cow this game's good the expansion does add a fifth and sixth player, i think so if i yep. recall and uh man i just the expansions are good just oh man this game is i can't i can keep going on and on and on about it so i'm gonna stop all it says, I really, really enjoy this game. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of my <laughs> honorable know. mentions. We'll talk about it later. Uh, or, well, not a lot because we're talking about it now. But uh, yeah, this is one that was <laughs> so close, so close on making the, the top 11 for me. Um, and, you know, the more we play it, the more some of these expansions we get, it may crack. It may push some people off next time. But yeah, it's it's, it's a very definitely good game. a game that the more you play, the more yes. you like it. It's it, it's one of those games. There's There's definitely a learning curve to it, but. It's so yep. good. All right, Chris. Okay. I think we're on our last we one for the episode. Number six. Number Insert six. Drum roll. Okay, coming, going back to Middle Earth in for me. Number six. Oh. War of the Rings, second edition. Ooh, it, that dropped. It on did. For you. It dropped two spots, four to six. So that means two other games bumped up yeah so i i love this game uh it is um oh gosh uh second edition came out in 2012 so it's almost 10 years old nine years old um it's number 13 rank overall at bgg number two in war number six in thematic it's one of the top top 10 top 15 games depending on what category you're looking at uh two to four players mm-hmm. best you know it, it's best if you do it two but you have to do if you do it four it's got to be well you don't have to but it's partners you would play don't. partners it's best it's one on one is is the best but this is a three plus hour board game um it's it's heavyweight it is pretty heavyweight uh, but it's it's basically you know the fellowship and the free people are clashing against Sauron over the fate of middle earth in a box and the table presence awesome you got all these little miniature figures of everybody i've got the expansions there's a lot yes. of miniature yep. figures i've got the expansions for it so uh, i've got tree beard and all these other stuff and and uh, nice. it was it's uh it's produced by aries games which they do a lot of oh yeah uh, yep. um war games war yeah war type games mm-hmm. um but it's i i love this game um it is one that doesn't get out often but it is so thematic. It's because it's, it's a three-hour game, yeah, and it's a lot of commitment, easily. but it is so good. It really is such a good game. Um, just the if if you like the theme of Lord of the Rings. and eh, well, if you love well, Lord of the exactly, Rings, holy cow. Ex- that's this what is... I'm saying, yep. But I can't, I'm gushing. Yeah. I, I'm at loss of words because I'm gushing so much of this, and it's. It makes me want to go play I, I it right it now, does. Chris. Nine o'clock at night. Here we go. Pull it out. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Let's PTO tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Jamie's birthday <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, I'm already, already off. It's Jamie's birthday tomorrow. So f- to celebrate Jamie's yes. birthday, we play. <laughs> Love you, babe. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you love Lord of the Rings, it's Lord of the Rings in a box. I mean, you can't get more Lord of the Rings. It feels yeah. when you're playing through it, you just feel like you're playing the yeah. movie and you have control of the movie and the outcome could be completely different. Uh, I said movie. I meant books. Sorry uh, for the purist out there. I meant books slash movie, but <laughs> it feels like you're playing the books on the tabletop and it, 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 it go it's so well it done it and well really implemented is. to to pull in all the themes and even some of the if you're playing the free people even some of the political nature where 
Well, Rohan, Rohan yeah. doesn't want to get involved in the war, and the only way you can get control of uh, Rohan or some of the other ways is either like Sauron's people attacks them, or there's some like roundabout ways, and it, it's a pain in the butt to do. It's very thematic in those regards. the The ring holder is is has hidden movement from yeah. Sauron. Sauron doesn't know, and Sauron's got like loads and loads of enemies and bad guys of on the course. map, and it's just it's so cool. It's so much fun. Yes, so good. Like we both gush over this, so it's it's one of my favorite games. You may or may not see that on my list. We'll see. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a, that's a great number thanks, six. Chris. Thanks. Well, my number six is basically the same game, but a different universe. Oh, this is Star Wars Rebellion. I, You know, Star Wars Rebellion and War of the Ring remind me so much of each other, but just basically yep. one Star Wars, one War of the Ring, because Star Wars Rebellion is Star Wars in a box. It really is. It's the it's the Star Wars game. Um, this is like a number nine overall BGG, number five in thematic. This is definitely a, a heavy game, a heavy yep. weight, medium, medium heavy uh, weight game. Design it does play two to four players, just like War of the Rings, but play two players. Don't play four. Um, you know, you I guess you could play four maybe if um, maybe if you're into it, but maybe you don't want to like fully commit or it seems a little daunting. You know, that four player might not be a bad option. If you're playing with an experienced player and you're trying right. to learn the game, that's actually not a bad idea, but neither here or there. Uh, designer Corey Knizia, yes. which, uh He's kind of a famous designer. Uh, he, I mean, what has he made? Like Twilight Imperium, oh, TI4, yes. Star Wars Destiny, Star Wars Imperial Assault, Mansions of Madness, Descent, Second Edition, Rune Age, uh, Space Hulk, Rune Wars, Middle Earth Quest, Water War, World of Warcraft Adventure Game, Battlestar Galactica. Like this dude's this dude's a good designer. <laughs> um, and this is my fantasy flight games. So Star Wars Rebellions, it's like a three. It actually says a three to four hour game. It's that's actually about right. Uh, I think the last couple times we played it, it's come out to four hours. Um, and by fantasy fight games, I might have said that already, but, um, like war of the rings, it's, it's dudes on the map. And this is a big board. I mean, think, think a big board and there's literally two of them that come in the box. You, you unfold two boards and then put them together. It is a big board. And what the board is, is basically the whole galaxy of star Wars. So all the planets and you're playing out essentially a new hope where, the the empire which is played by one player is trying to search out and destroy the hidden rebel base which you know in the in the original game is yavin but this you you as a rebel if the rebellion player gets to choose one of the planets that you want to put your hidden base on and you don't start with a whole lot of guys and the rebellion really doesn't get a lot of guys in this game. <laughs> I mean, it's a rebellion. It's thematic. So how the rebellion wins is they're, they're taking actions to sow rebellion across the universe. So you're, they're constantly like sabotaging the empire. They're kind of a pain in the butt, but they're not like such a pain in the butt that like screeches you to like stop, but they're a pain in the butt where it's like, all right, just starting to get progress, and the rebellion's like, eh, not so fast. I just blew this up and sowed rebellion here and stopped you here and stopped you here. You're like, come on. Uh, but ultimately, the rebellion's not going to be able to just straight up fight the empire and blow up all their ships, right? And as the, as the empire, you're not really finessing it like the rebellion. You're just basically building up as many bad guys and just 
conquering the galaxy. Which so that's just so thematic, and but it works so well for the rebellion yes, being outmanaged. It, it, it just works so so well, and it's just some of the mechanics are really cool. So you you pick your secret base, for example, and on this side of the board, there's a spot for your secret base that you can put your so you can still put guys and battlements on your secret base. But the the Empire doesn't know where it is. Well, there's a deck of probe droids. And you, at the beginning of the game, took the planet of that probe droid out of that deck and then shuffled it up. Well, throughout the game, the Empire can start sending probe droids out and, and going through that deck and narrowing down where you might be. The same time, they're going planet to planet to planet. If they come to your planet, you have to reveal if it's your planet. You're building the Death Star and blowing up planets. And it's so cool. Um, I, the mechanics are really cool with this game where you have your leaders. So you have these little standees. You have your leaders like Darth Vader, the Emperor, Boba Fett, and so on and so forth on the on the Rebellion side. You got the Han Solo, the Leia, the Chewbacca, Luke, and all that stuff. <clears throat> and you're sending them out. It's almost kind of worker placement a little bit where you're sending them out and assigning them tasks, either by cards in your hand, where some of the cards are one-use cards or some you just keep getting back. And those cards do actions. And you, you can go and, and you put it on the board to stop the other person and challenge them by using your your little what their strengths are because some characters have more strength than diplomacy versus whatever. And you're rolling dice a little bit to resolve things, and then there's just a lot of fighting. And it's it works so well. Very tight system, very fun, very thematic, very epic. Um, it's so cool. It's such a fun game. You want to you want to get the yes. expansion with this? Yep, yep. You, when you do this, yeah, I should mention the expansion's yeah. almost a must. Uh, what the expansion does, it's the Rogue One, so it adds in Rogue One uh, leaders, which. I mean, if you're around the New Hope, technically it's around the same time. Yeah. Uh, but what it the biggest thing that it does, uh, other than adding some new ships and other stuff that balances the game, it changes and overhauls the battle system yep, because the battle up. system in the original game sucks. Yeah. It's not good. It's like, hey, this epic thing, and it just comes down to rock paper scissor kind of deal. Uh, the battle system in the new one is revamped and so much better. A lot more strategy to it, a lot less luck, and it feels appropriate to the the, the complexity and right. the weight of the game, uh, opposed to some just cheesy rock, paper, scissors, I'm going to reveal a card, and oh, look, I have more than you do. Yay. <laughs> um, but yeah, great game. I, I It's so much fun. It is. It is. And the Empire can have two Death Stars. It's awesome. It's awesome. I love this game. Some of my favorite moments is, uh, I think when I played with you and when I played with Corey, both of you guys played the Empire. Yep. I've never played the Empire, by the way. I've always played Rebellion. You guys both uh, converted one of my characters to the dark, dark side. Um, and when you do that, they're, yes. your, that character's yes. gone. You have full control of them. Who did you turn on mine? I don't remember. Was it Han Solo? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, no, exactly. Corey did Han, I believe. I think you did Leia, maybe. I think you might have done Leia or something. But yeah, you turned one of my person the dark side. It's hilarious. That's that's hilarious. Uh, that's that's good fun. But anyway, yeah. that's the kind of shenanigans you can do, and it. it's just so much fun. So anyway, that's Star that's Star Wars Rebellion. Great game. A little expensive, very heavy. Uh, good four hour game. But if man, if you're a Star Wars fan, and you don't mind heavier games. This is this is a must. Like this is so good.
again, it's an investment. It's an investment in in your time, in the game, everything. It's it's well well it's well worth the investment. Yeah, the game goes about a hundred dollars. I think you can buy it secondhand. I've seen heck. I saw on Facebook uh, on my board game group that I'm on, somebody was selling it for forty dollars. Like what? Yeah, it's a Better steal. Make sure all the pieces are there. It uh, that's a steal if it is. But yeah. Yep, check it on sale. Wait for it. Wait for a Black Friday or something. Yeah, figure it out. But oh, great game! I can't wait till Fabulous I can't game. wait till our my Denver gets older. Our, my son, yeah, and he play these type of games. Um, yeah. Anyway, what are you gonna do? It's fun. Um, before we end though, we did get uh, a submission from one of our listeners, Corey, and uh, I I I'd be remiss if I didn't mention his list of games before we end here. Um. We are breaking this up in two parts and not recording it together. So if you, for some reason, still want to send in your top list, go ahead and send your top five in. And when we record here in this next week, we will um, we'll include that too. So if you want to Read, include, yeah. let me know. So Corey's from 11 on. So his 11th was Star Wars Destiny. Uh, I yeah. think that was on one of my nice. honorable mentions. It's, it's a fun, it's a nice twist nice on a game. collectible card game because you have dice and my only downside is it is a collectible game. You have to buy a yeah. lot of stuff if you want to get. Uh, but man, it's it's fun. Even getting some of the starter packs. I, I think I just saw the on Amazon the Star Wars Destiny starter pack where it's a two player one. So it comes with two decks and everything just to start and play. It was like seven dollars on sale. Yeah, yeah. You can get some of the base ones cheap. And it's fun. It's a fun game. Yeah, good, good it stuff. is. We've got some. Corey got a. Uh, us in, involved in it and it, it's it is fun it's a fun dice day his dice game. his number 10 is dead of winter uh so Ooh, this is a great yes. game too i don't own this this is one of those games i, I keep trying either. to grab on sale and i keep missing it or it gets sold out uh but this is a semi-cooperative game too where it's a zombie theme and you're you're, you're trying to survive until a certain condition you're having to go out in the the town to get like supplies or you're gonna die but then there's zombies attacks and there's people stabbing you in the back and yeah oh man it's it's a fun game um it really it's a lot of fun i haven't played that in years but man i i enjoy those type of games by plaid hat games Uh uh-huh and number yeah. eight is Lords of Vegas. Uh, this was oh, on my yes. top list last time. We'll see if it's on my top five. Uh, but this is like one of my first hobby games. And Corey introduced this to me as well. Lords of Vegas is it's a really fun game where you're building up casinos on a strip. And there it's area control, but using dice for area control. So there is some randomness to it. But there's so many yeah. ways to like take over people's casinos and get in and like there's wheeling and dealing and bribing and that, oh yeah that's what Corey said that he liked is the ne- negotiation and trying to get control away so you know four of us could all be in a casino but Corey's in control well guess what the three of us could conspire and be like hey we can pull our money and re-roll this and try to take them out as the <laughs> It's a win-win-win situation. And so just that wheeling and dealing, and that's what Corey likes about it, is just that tension and uh, hope that, you know, pay off. And it is easy to learn, and it's just, it's so much fun. It's it's a great game. Yeah, so. it is a great game. Actually, that was his number eight. I skipped number nine. I, I was wondering, I think the math was off. I'll cut that in. So uh, Corey's number yeah. nine is The Reckoners. I think this is oh, on my own, yeah. uh, honorable mention. Um, it's a great co-op game, kind of Yassi style dice. Um, I think why Corey likes it and why I like it is it's a Brandon Sanderson. Uh, it's based off Brandon Sanderson books, novels, and we're huge Brandon Sanderson fans. 
And yes, you guys are. It's so good. Uh, but if you have it, and it's young adult fiction. So if you you know you're looking for books to read, uh, it's the Steelheart series. I highly the Recorder series, but the first book is called Steelheart. I highly recommend. It. It's a great read. It's pretty light. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, uh, but like Corey said, it's a it's a great co op game, and it does a really good job for Brandon Sanderson stuff. Um, it's very it's kind of difficult, a little stressful. Uh, but at the same time, it's a lot of fun, and you really do have to work together. Because um, if you don't, you're going to lose, which, like he said, is a great uh, hallmark of a co-op game. That and it being hard. I mean, a good co-op game, I think, is is hard. Corey's number seven is Century Golem Edition Trilogy. I think that's kind of cheating a little bit, but I, I, I agree. The Century Golem Edition Trilogy is so good. We've talked about this a million times, yep. like Gonshan Clever, but I, I, I agree. Uh, Corey says it's just a great way for newer gamers to see new kinds of me mechanisms like engine building. I mean, you got worker placement, you got uh, area kind of movement and everything. And it's just a great way to introduce and it's great table presence. It's it's so good. It does a really good job of combining up. And not to mention, you can combine the games for even more interesting games. Absolutely. That's value. That Those were actually, I was going to mention the trilogy on my honorable mention, so we'll talk a little bit later. That's, uh, I agree with you, Corey. Those are good ones. So, Didn't quite make my top yeah, 11, here, but, but man, they're dang good ones. Yeah, it's hard to, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, now, uh, his number six, the last one on his list is Pandemic yep. Legacy yep. Season 1. Season 1. He said the Pandemic uh, was the second co-op game he ever owned after mm -hmm. the Lord of the Rings LCG. Oh, sorry, Lord of the Rings co-op game which I actually have a copy of. I've never played. Anyway, it just does a really good job of taking Pandemic, but making some really interesting variety and changes of gameplay that, man, it's so hard to talk about this without spoilers. It just, there's some very interesting memories yeah. that you'll come away that are just super unique, especially if you like Pandemic. And I just, we'll leave it at that because, man, it's fantastic. Well... I think that's Corey's top six through 11. Thank you, Corey, for sending that in. We'll talk about your one through five. We appreciate that. Again, if you still want to get on it, send in your one through five. We'll talk about it next time. I'm really excited about talking about one through five. We got some, I mean, Absolutely. six through 11 were really good, but one through five are even better. These are good games. Oh, man. All right. Well, cool. Well, that, well that'll, that'll do part one. That, that was a little longer episode. Yeah. Uh, thank you if you... you hung in this far i'll do i will add annotations and and bookmarks and stuff for the games on the description as well i'll put links to board game geek too just for ease so if you want to check out any of these games we talked about please do they're all fantastic and hopefully you just found a new game to play uh yeah. chris anything else you want to add before we go ahead and take off for part one no, it's, it's good. We said it all. It's so much. Uh, love it. Love doing this. Love talking about this. Uh, it's so hard. It's challenging. We, we said that. But it it uh, just gives the vibe going. Starts thinking and saying, oh, I want to try this. Oh, what about this game? Oh, that's great. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, my gosh. All this stuff. It Love it. Love it. Just get me excited. I'm all jazzed and vibed up right now. <laughs> I couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, uh, it was nice connecting up with you to talk about these games. I'm yeah. excited to talk about part two because, oh, boy. Uh, Looking forward to it. Uh, so tune in next time for episode 101. We'll go over our top one through five ultimate games. Again, if you want to get your list in, please do send it to our email address, gamesweplaypod at gmail.com. 
Uh, we do appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. We couldn't do this without you. Uh, please, hey, rate, subscribe, yeah. whatever you review, whatever you call it. Uh, I swear every app is different because every new subscriber is a subscriber for us. So <laughs> it helps us out. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again. I hope everybody has a wonderful week. And from the games we play, I am Brian. And I'm Chris. And keep on gaming. Join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GamesWePlayPod and at GamesWePlayPod at gmail.com.